Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. RHOD&D is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes, along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. Welcome back to another episode of RHOD&D. I'm Valenshore, one of your DMs. And I'm Allison Zada, your other DM. Hello, I'm Riley Rose Critchlow, and I play Cassandra Kasternak. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Nicole Weiland, and I play Anya Amovich. I'm Kosha, and I play Kiki. Hey, I'm Liz Howe. I play Dr. Christina. And our returning special guest NPC, Christy Wallace from Sinisterhood. Hello! Yes, I am Sister Rory. Yeah. Nailed it. And our returning special guest NPC, Heather McKinney. Hi. I'm Heather McKinney and I play Sister Thea. (gasps) Praise cast. Yes. Thank you. What did I miss? (laughs) I'll hail so much. We're going to play a little game called Confessional. This is, of course, our cute and on-brand way to learn more about you and or your character. So today is... What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought on Impulse? Okay, so I think probably it is this inflatable shark that's remote controlled that can fly down the hallway. <gasps> is it floats? Yeah, in yep. theory. I've never used it. Uh, it's still in the box. <laughs> I moved Allison. and brought it with me. I always think I should get rid of it, but then I'm like, no, someday this will come in handy. So maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I did buy it when I was drunk. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to make a video and put it on Patreon. You were absolutely sober. It's okay. You just have to say it. How long have you had it without taking it out of the box? Probably almost 10 years. 
that is so much longer than I expected. I thought it was going to be like a two. That's before be like, the Katy Perry yeah, Super Bowl it, it thing. Was like, it was like, it was, I don't know. I've just had it for a long time. Okay. We have to have a, a shark party. Would love a shark party. An unboxing party <laughs> to let it free. Wow. If the batteries were included, it's just a corroded mess in there. They're probably not, but you're right. I'll check. Okay. <laughs> Riley? So I feel like I've uh, always been relatively responsible with money, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about the first time that I could remember like spending a large amount on something that I didn't necessarily need. Mm. And it is when I was 10 years old, I got my very first headshots at the <gasps> mall at Glamour Shots. Oh, and do you still, do you still have, have them? them? <laughs> do you still have them? Oh, yeah. Love it. So I was there to just get a headshot but they they you know they do multiple setups they do multiple costume changes i remember distinctly the makeup artist being like do you want to look your age or do you want to look a couple years older and i was like oh, no. that one i want that one oh, sign no. me up for that package and so we did the whole shoot i'd actually love to see those can you just tell please. me like i would too what this can you can i just hear like a couple setups um there there was uh like i had a blossom hat yes yes um there was one with like sunglasses that i was like holding in like, like a cool no. way oh, cool oh yeah way. yeah that's the only way they to do sit it. you down afterwards and they show you all the pictures but you have to pay for the ones that you take home yes. and i and we went in there being like you're gonna get one headshot <gasps> and then they showed me all the pictures mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gorgeous <laughs> And I couldn't leave them behind. So I I think to my name at that point, in like birthday money from my grandma, I had $80. And it was like $80 to get all of them. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I spent all my money yes. on all my glamour shots. Great so choice, I have all of Riley. Them. What year was this? This was 1998. Eight, I believe. Oh, banner so year. Perfect. Eighty bucks yes. was a lot of money in ninety. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of pictures, and they're really good. So oh my gosh! That <laughs> is the answer. <gasps> oh my gosh! Riley is showing the us some of the glamour shots with, with the, the sunglasses. sunglasses, and let me tell you, oh, it's everything wow. you She's wanted and more. The cutest little blue. Oh, oh my god! Oh no. my god! Money well spent. Every when penny. I got glamour shots, I look like a forty-year-old divorcee with like a <laughs> pink boa, and my hair is in an updo, and, and I'm like, like coyly is like your, like shoulder bare. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. it's strange looking. It's like, and my mother was like, oh, "Okay," and I was like, "Please!" I, all the other kids were in jean jackets, but I was in pink feathers. And I looked like I went through a divorce and like went on a cruise ship and was like, "I'll forget about Gerald." Like, <laughs> stop it, <gasps> yes. Kind of look like a pop star. You also a little bit look like John Benet Ramsey. You look equally Alluring. like a five-year-old yes. child and a forty-year-old woman. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> cool, Nicole. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I prepared something that Anya would have bought. Yeah, perfect. Um, love yeah. that. Yeah. Which was, of course, for her now ex-husband Daniel Forrest. <gasps> Um, oh, oh. She bought a, a, yep, a. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, I'm sorry. You will eventually, and it will be so good for you. Uh, it was a pianoforte from 1697 that she saw in an antique mall and just had to have. But she did spend twenty two thousand dollars on oh it. Did he care? He did not. Who has it now? I mean, it's in our in our attic. Mm. And Ama sometimes goes up there to be spooky, and you know, Anya has to support that. <laughs> 
hasn't been tuned, so sounds extra sporty. <laughs> um, and as far as Nicole goes, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that, like, I if I'm splurging, it's usually on like weird art that we don't need and that I will immediately hang on the wall mm. or truly things that I should have just had for myself that I didn't realize I could just buy. Sometimes I forget I'm a full-blown adult. Yes. Like what? Like I bought yeah. an immersion blender for oh. $22 and was like, this is life changing. changing my life. Yes. That's a great price. That's a great price. <laughs> They're great. Yeah. And it works and it just, it makes my sauces and soups so smooth. Mm. So. I think we got a sponsor. <laughs> yes. Just immersion <laughs> blenders in general. No brand. No specific I mean, the industry. Brand. The whole industry. I love a <laughs> do you have? What? You know what? I never make impulsive buys. I'm actually the opposite. I make like impulsive like throwaways. Like I'll just like get rid of things <laughs> impulsively. That's good. Uh, it's a better lifestyle. You would think, but there are definitely times when I'm like, God damn it, I really shouldn't have thrown that away. Just like important documents or mm. clothes that I legitimately need, but was thinking like, who needs this? <laughs> More space. Uh, so I'm working on actually just like keeping things. Um... For me, I like to bargain hunt. And mm -hmm. one time I bought a cupcake dog bed that neither of my dogs used. <laughs> one of them would hop in it and then the other one would drag them around. <laughs> but not in like a cute way in me chasing them being like, stop terrorizing each other. And oh, then yeah. I ended up giving it to my therapist who then was like, I feel like this is against doctor patient like gifting rules and i was yes. like do you want to make a donation to a rescue so you feel less like weird and she was like yes <laughs> valen what's yours um yeah i mean impulse by like i don't know i guess all the expansion packs for the sims yes oh, nice. because a lot of the Solid times perch. i will buy it with no questions asked at this point i barely even read the description and then <laughs> nice. i will open it up and i'll be like i'll like look at all the you've got this now you've got that now and i'll go through the little slides and I'll feel really great and um, then my kid will need me. Yeah. 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 Doesn't she know this is mama's time? <laughs> Christy, what's your uh, most memorable impulse? My impulse buy? I will buy anything from a targeted ad on social media. So I've mm. got a lot of like weird makeup or uh, <laughs> hair products and stuff that I'll watch any makeup tutorial and I'll usually buy whatever they're selling. Huh. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah, I'm influenced. I am. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Last week on RHO D&D, &D, you all continued your adventure at the Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants Settlement and took part in the ceremonial Feast of the Night Bloom, where Cass was forced to confront her greatest fear and managed to convince the sisters to join together in an impromptu musical number, <laughs> turn on Brother Zane, and become empowered women by joining Sax Paura, if they can afford the initiation fee. Meanwhile, still reeling from Kiki's emotional brush-off, Anya took out her rage and that of her ancestors on Brother Zane, singeing his hair off in the process. <laughs> As for Kiki, she was more interested in the smell of roasting meat than in Anya's feelings and stole Brother Zane's dinner. When Sister Rory told her she was eating a person, Kiki was horrified, but got over it in short order oh when my she God. realized it was just a halfling. <laughs> And above it all, still unconscious and covered in bulging green veins after her high tea and subsequent battle with the Vulture Queen, Dr. Christina lies asleep, 
tucked into a tree by her faithful Christian, unaware of the drama and the flower below. Since when does Kiki eat people? Will the housewives take down Brother Zane once and for all? Yes. And will the night bloom receive its sacrifice? <laughs> Find out this week on RHO D D. Thank you. The peace and order of the sisterhood of the traveling plants village has collapsed into a chaotic combination of violent battle and impressive musical number, and the night bloom has finally bloomed. But high up above the chaos below, tucked carefully into the crook of a tree, is Dr. Christina. Ever since you all arrived at the settlement, Christian has been meticulously building a nest around her, made of twigs and moss and the stems of plants. And now he perches on the branch next to her, keeping watch as the pulsing green veins that have spread across her skin begin to recede, fading away, and her eyes dart back and forth beneath her eyelids. And now we're going to enter her dream. So Dr. Christina... You're in your dressing room in Los Angeles, getting ready in the mirror. You look incredible. Yes. You look 27. Yes. And you're talking to your husband, Christian. What do you say? Baby, I just can't believe that you would even buy me this giant diamond ring again. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do with two? Good thing I have two hands. (laughs) And he says... And Dr. Christina goes, ooh, sexy. Mm. Sitting on your dressing table is a six-sided die. Could you roll it and add your constitution modifier? Oh, yes, I can. Oh, God. It's a four. Okay, we're going to add that four to your current HP. Sweet. That is your new HP because you are leveling up to three. Yes. What? Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) This is bullshit. She's leveling up. This is bullshit. You hear a knock on your dressing room door. You open it up and you see Nancy and Trixie both together. And they're grabbing you by one arm each and they're hurrying you down the hall towards the stage. Nancy, how are your kids doing? Tell me. <laughs> oh, Lily, Max, they're fine. They just miss their mom, you know? <laughs> anyway, at the end of the hall is Cassandra, who hugs you tight. It's warm, and it feels like a sister. Mm, you smell good, like burritos. She pulls back, <laughs> looks you right in the eye, and says, She oh. has had this evil inside her for a long time. Okay, weird read, but sure. And then she says, Bubbling through her veins, surrounded by vultures? Does this seem like a person that is worth saving? Okay, that again, weird read, but wait, vultures? Is she talking about the other housewives? (gasps) Is this all a metaphor? (laughs) Are we speaking in (laughs) metaphors, Cass? You slap Cass out of the way. And as your hand makes contact with her bare flesh, it decays under your touch. Cass screams, running back towards her dressing room. Nancy and Trixie shove you out onto the stage into the bright lights of the studio. And Sandy is standing there, smiling at you, his teeth blindingly white. And instead of two long couches, there's only one chair for you. They don't even need anyone else there. You are the star now. I just run up to Sandy. I give him a big hug, bigger big hug. And I'm like, ah! 
Hello, dear. It's so wonderful to be here. And I take a seat. He gives you a big hug back and a big grin, and he whispers to you, like, thanks for really, like, pulling one out this season. Excellent job. (laughs) Anything for you. So you're sitting across from Sandy, and he pulls out a blue note card, and he says, Jenny from Arkansas wants to know, how do you continue to look so fabulous? And you look down, and there's a corpse at your feet on the stage. And all of a sudden, you're holding the Vulture Queen staff, and you absorb the corpse vitality, just like the Vulture Queen showed you. Everyone in the studio starts clapping, and they start to sing. And then you reach down and turn the corpse over, and it's you. (gasps) And you look at the monitors and see that you are now bony and a skeleton, and so is everyone else in the studio. And then you wake up. Okay, well, obviously Ozempic has some side effects. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Dr. Christina, you still look 27. Would you like to describe what that looks like for Dr. Christina? Her hair is super lush. Her cheeks are super full. Her eyes are very bright, super white teeth, lips super plump. Mm. She has just a, a bounciness to her, a vitality, a joie de vivre, as some might say. Mm-hmm. And her breast smells really good when she wakes up. <laughs> like an angel. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah, so you're in that you're in that tree and you're pretty far up. You could probably climb down to that rope bridge. There's some branches that are extending outward so it doesn't look too hard to do. There's also an opening on that second story next to that rope bridge uh, that looks like it goes inside that tent. So all of these tents, most of them anyway, seem to be two stories. Okay, so they fancy. Fancy tents, they glamping. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Truly. And then from your perspective, Dr. Christina, as you are in this nest that Christian has built for you, and he is by your side, he has been keeping watch, you can look down at the scene around you, and what you see right now is Cass standing on that long feast table, holding Clarice the wolf puppy up aloft in the air like Simba, <laughs> and looking both fully empowered and very bedraggled. Her extensions are a mess, and one set of her eyelashes is missing, and all around the small settlement, halfling women uh, in various states of undress are kind of staring back and forth between Cass and this large, beautiful, gently pulsating white flower that's in the middle of the settlement. Its petals are wide open, and it is drinking in the moonlight. And from where you are sitting, Kiki, Anya, and Cece are nowhere to be seen. And also, there are lots of cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what would you like to do? Uh, Dr. C would like to investigate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She would like to go down onto the bridge and just take a little closer look at Cass. Mm. But first she looks up at Christian, her protector, and she says, thank you. Also, I really love the wood you chose for this nest. Very (laughs) eco-friendly. That's hot. Um, He nods and he winks. And when he does wink, a little tear starts to stream down his face that he activated (laughs) through the winking. Oh, and then I reach my hand up to grab his little face and wipe away the tear. (gasps) He nuzzles you. And then I lick it, my hand. <laughs> oh my. This is taking a turn. I'm thirsty. <laughs> right. I've been asleep for a long time. I'm very thirsty. She's a dehydrated queen and she needs something to drink. So she's going to climb down that nest very, very stealthily. Let's stealth check that, yeah. shall we? 
Because <laughs> knowing the way that I roll, it's just going to be me falling, falling out of the tree. Out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> falling out of that tree. So hold on. Have you been there asleep for a while? Oh, it was an 18. Nice. Oh, wow. And wh- so where were you heading towards? I want to look at what Cass is up to because I'm hungry and I want some water. But also what is happening over there? Okay, well, with it, with an 18, you are very stealthy sneaking down from this tree. Uh, no one notices you. There's so much going on that, like, you are not even a blip in their consciousness. And, yeah, you can, you're not close enough to cast to really get a, a super great look at her, but you can see that she, um, she looks like she's been through something, but she also looks like she's achieved something. Like, you've never quite seen Cass looking this in her own power. And She's and wearing a crown. She's wearing a crown. It's covered in jewels. And even from where you are standing... It feels like there's an energy coming off of her that's even stronger than the charisma that she usually exudes. Okay, well, I want that crown. And I want some water. And also, why does she look so powerful? That's not okay. In my dream, I was the main character. Oh, wait, I still am. (laughs) If you're on that ropey plank thing, if you've climbed there all stealthily, you mm-hmm. could probably with that roll go into Brother Zane's tent, which would be to your right, or you could probably sneakily walk towards the kitchen tent, which would be on your left. I kind of want to go into, because I, I don't know where anything is. I'm going right. to head towards Brother Zane's not knowing. Great. And that's that's the closest entrance as well. Yes. Yeah. So as soon as you go into that part of the tent, you're met with like a spiral staircase all made out of wood and they're all connected to a large tree trunk which is in the center of this tent. There's a little balcony or what do you call it, a banister sort of on the other side of where the stairs start to go down and you can lean over as part of that stealth roll still and you notice Kiki, Anya, and Bryn, and this little halfling man that's in the couch. They're all with him mid-battle. Anya has just singed off his hair. Maybe you see a little plume of smoke. I absolutely smell it. It's disgusting. All of it? How much of his hair is missing? Oh, it's all gone. It's all gone. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brother Zane is nude. And when you look over at Kiki, she has a massive black eye. Dr. Christie takes it all in and is like, oh, this sex party is so weird. Also, where did Kiki get a black eye? Where did Kiki come from? <laughs> Good questions. We are technically still in initiative yep. from our battle last time. So now that Dr. C has, you know, entered the fray, we're going to add Dr. C to the end of our initiative role. So um, she will be going after Kiki and it is currently Thea's turn. I'm waiting outside with Cass. We're all out there together. Yes, you um, you, you are. The night bloom has just been revealed and you are caught between these two wonders. Mid musical number. When the night bloom opened, the sisters did stop dancing because their attention was grabbed by, you know. Well, Sister Thea grabs Sister Rory and pulls her close and whispers to her, hey, I I think this might be, might be our chance. I know you've been wanting to get out of here and and I think this is the answer. And Sister Thea wants to use her hiding ability? Can't she? It says naturally stealthy and you can attempt to hide when you're obscured by a creature that's one size larger. So can Sister Thea hide behind Cass to try to storm Brother Zane's tent together? Yeah. yeah. And that way, he'll just think it's Cass, but then we can pop out. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> like a Trojan horse? A Trojan cast. A Trojan cast. Yes, it's a Trojan cast. Sister Thea wants to hide behind Cass. Roy, Roy, this is our only chance. I, I think I'm going to try to hide behind our new inspiration. And, and I think... 
she's going to inspire us to be our own leaders. So this is just a way for us. It's a bridge, like all these rope bridges for us. <laughs> to really be inside that big tent for good. You know what I mean? Um, Heather, could you roll a persuasion check? Okay, roll d20. I rolled an 18. Nice. Oh, lovely. Oh, great. Very persuasive. So, Thea, I think you could make your way to the Trojan cast situation, and Rory, when it becomes your turn, you'll also join. So Thea walks up to Cass. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, madam, miss, miss? Yes? We've decided that you're our only hope, and my, my sister Rory and I, we think, with your help, we can take him down. What do you think? It sounds to me like you're saying you'd like to join Sax Paura. Is that right? <laughs> what, whatever it is, it, it, can we be the Sax Paura Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants? Absolutely. I would love nothing more than to start a Sax Paura faction in this beautiful camp that you have here. We would love that. Uh, yes, the more Sax Paura factions, the better, frankly. <laughs> so we can discuss your initiation <laughs> fee after um, the overthrowing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. We're interested in forming an alliance. Is that what you're talking about? We've, we've talked about it with, with other tribes and groups around here, but Brother Zane always said it's better to stay siloed and away from others, and that's how we get more powerful if we consolidate and, and don't work together. But, but that, sounds, that sounds like a crock. And, and I see that with you leading us, we can all band together and we'll be a happier place. Are, are you, can we hide behind you, basically, is what I'm asking? Because you're, you're, yeah, really, you're tall and powerful. I know, it's true. Um, yeah, this sounds a lot like my innovative, um, cutting-edge, triangular-shaped marketing oh, system sure. that uh, has brought a lot of success to its yeah. um, components. And right. yeah, it's l- less of an alliance and more of like there's a bottom foundational yeah. um, part of the triangle, mm-hmm. and you see seem like a really foundational member, and I just wow. would love oh it. Gosh, thank you. you All of these join. huts have foundations on them, and that's the good way to build a hut, so I'm proud to be on the ground floor in the cutting Great, edge. let's do it. Get behind me. Yes, <laughs> Meanwhile, Anya, you're in the tent, you're in Brother Zane's tent, and you kind of hear in the background uh, some singing that was going on for a while, and then <laughs> <laughs> potentially Cass talking about business, although a little far away. Um, it is your turn. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do just want to put Brother Zane out of his misery. Yes. It's a mercy kill. Got it. Is he bloodied by chance, DMs? Like, did uh, you just singe off his hair? Is that the last thing that Anya did? Yes, and it was a reaction. Does he have burns on his head? Oh, honey, I feel like he's scorched, you know? It's like, we can't see yet. It's kind of like a black soot on the top, so um, we wouldn't know until he cleaned up. So, yeah, I feel like uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, guiding bolt on this, this motherfucker right here. Although, you Holy know, it cow. might burn down the entire works. Um, but that's okay. Let's give it a go. Go for it. <laughs> I was like, go for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. I mean, with Kiki's support. Wow. Yeah, you get to roll a d20 and add five. It's a 19. Oh, wow. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you definitely hit him. Yeah. What does radiant damage look like as you roll four d sixes? Four d sixes! Holy shit! Is it like l- yeah. limbs? Can you pick limbs? It just explodes into a million little pieces. Three, six. Uh, that's ten damage for him. He's lucky, honestly. Okay. I feel like it looks like. You know those like 
iridescent folders or like cars or like even nail polish that sometimes is blue and sometimes yes. is purple. Mm-hmm. It's like a flash of light <laughs> yes. like that. Mm-hmm. It's like lightning plus that folder slash car slash nail polish and a um, mm. uh, like a magic eye and a firework together that like hits him. <laughs> and um, I hope he dies. <laughs> Well, wow. so that guiding bolt shoots out of your fingers? Yeah, out of the palms of my hands. Like Jesus? Out of the yeah. palms of your hands. And it, it, it is a direct hit onto Brother Zane's chest. Yes. So hard that the couch that he's sitting against starts to flip over. Yeah. It goes Whoa. all the way around, and it the couch ends up upside down, and presumably Brother Zane is underneath that. Is he alive? He's alive. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Mag- no, it's Zane's turn. It's Zane's turn. It's Zane's turn. Oh. I'm going to roll for stealth um, for Brother Zane. This slimy little nerd. <gasps> Natural 20. Oh, oh, Natural 20, babes. <laughs> yeah, you don't see him. Seems like maybe he's still under that couch. I, I don't know. The couch is upside down. So whatevs, guys. I don't know. <laughs> So outside by the side of the night bloom, Magnus has fallen to her knees and she once again holds aloft her little bell and she rings it and the chime rings through the settlement. And she says, now that the night bloom has bloomed, it must be fed or it will die. And you can see that the night bloom is like starting to wave like kind of towards the sisters as though it's searching for something to eat. And um, she is looking around for the chosen one. I'm hiding behind Cass. Actually, can we get Thea to roll a stealth check? Because I just want to make sure that Magnus can't see you. Because you're just behind Cass. But she has that hiding advantage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she So then you get to roll twice. Okay. And take the highest one um, for that advantage. Okay. The first one was a one. The second one is a two. Well, damn it. So this dice sucks. (laughs) Well, as Thea tries to make some room on the other half of Cass, of Trojan Cass, um, Magnus can see like maybe a third of her body, but it could be any sister. And now it is Sister Rory's turn. Sister Rory is very compelled by Sister Thea's pitch and is on board. Uh, She heard a kerfuffle in Brother Zane's tent, so she would also like to go inside and see what's going on. So she is going to walk up to Cass and also attempt to hide behind her. She says to Sister Thea, Sister Thea, you know that I love you more than anyone else in this whole Mm -hmm. sisterhood. And that's why, can you crouch down a little bit so I can get on top of your shoulders? So I can also (laughs) hide behind Cass and then together we can be as one and go behind her into Brother Zane's tent and did you see that the thing is hungry? It's pulsating. Yes, it's looking. It's hungry. Sister Magnus is asking for the chosen one. I'm the chosen one. No, no. So, yes. no, if you're the chosen one, you're going to get fed to the thing. That's why we got to hide. Time out. DMs, we're both nude, right? Are we both nude? <laughs> okay. Okay. Sister Thea crouches down just like nice and crouched, knees bent, legs splayed. All right, I, I think I'm solid now. Just wrap each leg over my shoulder, okay? Okay, hold on. Why are you so slippery? I'm sorry, it's hot out here. I'm sliding down. I'm nervous. Get up. I'm 
nervous. I need to get a boost. <laughs> Hold on, let me, give me, put, put your knee back more so I can put my foot Wait, on it. Let me, I'm going to get on all fours and then you try it and then I'll stand up. Hang on. So Sister Thea gets on all fours yeah. oh my God. and just like, she pops, she has to pop her lower back out though so that Sister Thea has a place to sit. Yeah, she does. Sit. Pop it out. Honey. Here, here, Sister Roy, Sister Roy, here. going on behind Cass. Yes. Okay, hold on. Yes, yes. <laughs> And maybe an acrobatics check for Christy as Sister Rory to see if you can okay. see if you can climb Sister do the oh stunt. <laughs> Yes. This is the contest I've been begging for. Okay. Oh Eight. Do I have any extra things? You have a plus Ooh. two. Okay. Oh, so ten. ten. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're on there. All right. Thea, this is dicey, but I think I'm up here. So we got this. We got Just this. stay still. Don't move around too much. And <laughs> Sister Roy kind of pulls on Cassandra's cloak and it's like, Hey, hey, Cassandra, hey, turn around. I'm not sure if it's my turn yet, but I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> um, you can you can react. And oh, if, just as a if, reaction. If Sister Rory's going to try to convince uh, Cass mm-hmm. to do something like give her the cloak, you can roll a persuasion check. I feel like I might just instinctually react by like sweeping my cloak around these two little naked wrestling. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a good reaction okay. for a Trojan cast. Can I? But like, still on me. Just the, can I just sweep it around them so it's like on all of us? Yes. Yeah, they're small. Sister Thea, this is what sisterhood's all about. Yes, I know. Okay, we got this. Um, I believe and you. Kind of stands on her tippy toes because she's still shorter than Cass and tries to whisper in Cass's ear behind her cloak. Now! <laughs> Ooh, terrifying. It is Kiki's turn inside Brothers Inn's tent. Yeah, you had just seen the couch flip over. You had complimented Anya and the last time you saw Brothers Inn, he was sitting on that couch. I think Kiki normally would try to kill Brother Zane, Mm -hmm. but at this point since he's trapped under that couch, I think Kiki is like, Anya, let's get the fuck out of here and leave these talking chickens behind. I'm ready to go home. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? This is something like good idea. I think that you and I still need to have sit down and friendship talk because if we are truly friends, what you said to me was deeply fucked up and I am still honestly very hurt by it, but I think yes, we should be leaving because it sounds like big shit is happening out there. Yeah, Kiki, like, doesn't know how to respond to that and just, like, gives her a nice little hug and then, oh, like, wow. heads for the door. A hug, huh? I'm oh, um, kind of satisfied with that. That's a lot of affection from Kiki. Okay. Yeah, and then Kiki, like, self-satisfied with herself, also gives, like, herself a pat on the back a little bit. And she, like, <laughs> As you turn around to leave, is this a movement thing or you're using your movement? Yes. Okay. Are you to leave the tent? Yes. Okay, great. Dr. Christina, as you're up there, you see Kiki pat herself on the back as she turns. <laughs> and also you had overheard everything that was said inside of that tent because it, the circumference is not that wide. Mm. Great, great. Mm. It travels. Dr. C is like, what have I walked into? And who is that tiny man that Anya just assaulted? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go down and investigate the man underneath the couch. Great. Could you roll for investigation, please, as you walk down the stairs? It's a five. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Well, you hear Kiki and Anya with Bryn and her chest plate leave the tent. And you also hear, although it's very slight, you hear uh, the creaking of something. And then a little bit of like a a shut noise. 
Dr. C would like to figure out where that creeping is, but I feel like I've already taken my turn by investigating, so... You could do a movement if you wanted, but you've already done your actions, Right. So. Okay, cool. Great, yeah. The motion is towards the couch. Okay, great. Then that brings us back out to Cass. Great. So... <laughs> <clears throat> Cass is standing on the table, holding Clarissa. She's got Thea and Rory stacked on her, like behind her back, naked. I a feel like backpack. Rory's like mm-hmm. little face, like came up, you know, on her shoulder to like whisper in her ear. And Cass, she she's feeling very in her element. She's feeling very in her power. She's got her crown. She's feeling great. And she observes the whole situation going on here. All the chaos, the fucking weird flower, whatever's happening in the tent. There, She probably saw some, like, lightning glow of, like, whatever yes. the shit went on in there. And she's just going to march. How far away am I from the night bloom? About 40 feet. Okay. And, how, and I can do... You can use two movements uh, called a dash to do a total of 60 feet, like twice your movement. But that would be your whole turn. Okay, let me just tell you what I want to do. Yeah, I would like to jump as far as I can towards the night bloom, which I think is 30 feet, Mm -hmm. and pick up a cat and throw it in the night bloom. (laughs) Yeah, great. One check for animal handling and one check for dexterity. Okay, great. All right, my animal handling is a five. Oh, cats are really hard to catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're walking towards there, and Cass is trying to find uh, or trying to grab at a cat, but is unsuccessful. Moving on to Thea. Uh, now that we're 10 feet away, yep. mm-hmm. Thea wants to pass Rory a message to pass up to yes. Cass. <laughs> yes. Rory. Telephone. Yeah, Rory, can you tell, tell our new, the fearless one, Cass? Cass, tell Cass that I, I think since I was the chosen one, I, I might have just been a scapegoat. You know, it was Brother Zane making all this stuff up. So so will you let Cass know that I think if we're going to chuck anybody in, it should be it should be Brother Zane. Yes, yeah. But we can't take him. We can't take him on our own. No, we're going to need help. I'll, I'll pass the message up. And th- that's pretty much all I got. Do I need to roll for anything <laughs> to just, like, fucking love you? You can go ahead and do anything You else. can pass the message, Chrissy, right now, because it's not a movement okay. or action. You can just go ahead so, and pass it. So Sister Roy uh, passes the message to Cass that... We do not think that um, one of our beautiful cats, who there are a hundred of them here, and we've named every single one of them. Yes. So yes. We're, <laughs> we're really attached. So we'd appreciate if they didn't get tossed into the night bloom. Please. And instead, Brother Zane is about the same size as a cat. So if we just go get him and toss yeah. him in, then we're going to kill two halflings with one stone. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to pet it. I was just trying to pet that cat. What a nice cat that was. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, when Cass moved, did, did Rory and Thea kind of shuffle along behind her underneath that cloak, or has she abandoned them when she moved? I jumped. So then Rory and Thea are now just like on the table, one on top of the other, but no longer covered by Cass's cloak. <laughs> so they yelled that to me then? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. I yelled it to her to yell to her. My bad, my bad. You whispered to me. I thought we were like attached. I, did. I also thought we were so Yeah, it's yeah. cool. I was just trying to pet this cat. Okay, thanks. Uh, well, then if I can also dash, I yes. want to dash and try to get close to Cass to hide again because I can. that's part of it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I want to get back, back under, under that cloak. Yeah. Well, if you dash, am dash. I also dashing? Because I'm on top oh, of you. Oh, that's right. I'm on all fours. I think she's that, riding me. I think that because Rory is on, on top of Thea, she will move with Thea, but Thea can only move half as far as she normally can oh. because she's a little encumbered. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Great. Enough. That's fair enough. Great. And then that would get you about 20 feet away from the night bloom. 10 feet to cast. And out in the open still, yeah. but closer to cast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> naked halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Anya, you are first out of Brother Zane's tent with Kiki right behind you. And you can see Sister Magnus on your left yeah. next to the night bloom, frantically looking around for something. And you also see Cass bent down on the ground, looking a little... Petting a cat. Pet- casually yeah. <laughs> petting a cat that really likes it and is enjoying it and wasn't trying to be captured or caught at all. <laughs> and, <laughs> and of course, you see Athea naked on all fours with Sister Rory on her back who seems to be kind of slipping back and forth as the movement occurs. Um, so Anya missed a lot of like the chosen one conversation. She doesn't have any awareness of that because we were in the cat cafe. Kiki and I. You were. Um, so I think the first thing she's going to do is sort of look around to see the chaos around her and then I mean, Ani's going to shout to Cass and be like, Cass, Cass, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm just petting it. I'm just petting it. I love animals. <laughs> and DM's like, how is the flower affecting us collectively? That intoxicating smell is very strong. And as you smell it, it kind of makes you want to um, get closer. Can you describe the smell? Think of the most beautiful smell that you've ever smelled, and that's what it smells like to you, but it smells different to everyone. Mm. Constitution Mm. check, Nicole, for Anya to see if she can resist moving closer to that flower. That's an eight. Yeah. So you start to take a few steps over there. Let's call that your movement. Right now, you can still do an action, but you are walking towards the night bloom at a calm pace. I think that's all I'm going to do, because I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's fair. Perfect. Okay. It's Brother Zane's turn. He's going to roll another d20 for a strength check. Get that couch off, you little man. Mm-hmm. You only rolled a three. Oh. That is the end of his turn. So it's Magnus's turn, and she is, of course, looking around for the chosen one, who is fortunately out in the open oh, at the moment. Oh, no. <laughs> So she is going to use her movement to get over to Sister Rory and Sister Thea. She's also going to try to grapple Sister Thea to, uh, you know, to gain physical control over her. So, so slippery. She, that's true. So she probably will roll at disadvantage because yeah. of how slippery. Oh, very slippery. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Good luck. Finally, the sweat's working for you. I've been using the Vaseline stick all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> so the way that grappling works is that Sister Magnus is going to make a strength check on athletics, and Sister Thea is going to make an acrobatics check to see like if she can slip away. And I will roll. Well, should I roll with disadvantage or should she roll with advantage? Because of the slipperiness, you think? Uh, you roll a disadvantage because it's slippery for you. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm so excited to see mm-hmm. what happens. So Magnus's first strength check is a six. Mm, it's not great. Yeah. And the second one is a four, which is even mm. worse. She's Magnus so is weak. Um, She's so small. Yeah. <laughs> but Magnus is now in the same five foot block as 
Sister Thea and Sister Rory. And what does it look like as I guess you were trying well, to... Well, Thea does need to roll. And okay. if she happens oh. to roll worse than a four, oh. uh, Magnus is still successful. <laughs> I rolled a d20. Mm-hmm. And I got 19. Hey! Oh, oh you just slip out of her grasp like one of those little greased piglets. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I make that sound too. <laughs> When you try to grab, if you didn't know this, if you try to grab a halfling, especially if they're naked and slimy, they go. (laughs) (laughs) And now that's true in Saxpira forever. Uh, All right. That was Magnus's turn. Excellent. Wow. Uh, Over to Rory. Well, Sister Rory is holding on like a a cowboy riding a bronken buck. (laughs) Trying not to get just thrown off of Sister Thea's slippery wet back. And so, so graphic. She's she's trying not to get off. Do I need to roll for that to see if I animal handling? Oh my god! She did squeal like a pig, so that makes sense. Oh, eight. Uh, plus two. That's ten. ten. All right, yeah. Then you're barely hanging on. Hey! <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Sister Roy uh, manages to stay on, and she says to Sister Thea, We're doing great. I just want you to know that we're doing great. Okay? Thank you. Thank you're you. doing great. So Thank you. Nice. Okay, Sister Magnus, really, she was really great. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, we got, um, we got a th- new plan. Maybe. Yeah. What if we just throw Sister Magnus into the night bloom? She's the same size as Brother Zane, and also she's closer. (laughs) And and there's two of us, and there's one of her, and Cassandra's right over there, and I feel like she would help us too. She would! She can boost us up while we'll grab a hold of it. Why am I whispering? Hold on. Cassandra! Yeah, hey! Hi! Did you hear my idea earlier about putting Magnus in the night room? Yes, we're on board! If, if, let's do it! If we're, we all three like to, we want to join forces and throw her in with you. Yeah, let's do it! Magnus hears this. Yes. She's stunned. But also maybe a little excited. Ooh. Oh, this curve. Magnus is a real curve. So I can do tell. I still have the ability to go over to Magnus on my turn? Or my finish. Um, Sister Rory hasn't done an action, though, right? That's just a reaction to Sister Thea. Yes, and I, I think you could do a movement as well, but you would have to get off okay. of Sister Rory. So do I need to roll yeah, to get okay. off of her? I can just slide on down? She's very okay. slippery. Okay. I think you can just slip on off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I feel like you need a break. I'm just going to... Okay, I'm off. Thank you. I'm off. Okay, I'm going to go try to... I'm going to go try to, to wrangle Sister Magnus. Okay, I'm gonna try to run over there and get her. You gonna try to grapple her? I'm gonna. Yes, Sister Thea is going to try to um, run over to Sister Magnus and um, <laughs> grab her around her waist. I don't want to be a dick, but I feel like if you're slippery a little bit from where you just were, I wonder oh. if you roll with disadvantage. Yeah, my yeah. hands and arms mm. have that got sense. goo on it does them. Make so, sense. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. The first one was an eight. And you're adding also uh, your, is it athletics or acrobatics for the grappler? It's athletics for the grappler and acrobatics okay. for the grapply. Okay, so add athletics. My second roll was a one, so <laughs> oh. that's not good. So where is athletics? It's under strength at the top. Strength. Oh, shoot. Negative one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And Magnus rolled a 14. She is surprisingly strong. Nice. Yeah. Everyone's so slippery today. It's so slippery out here. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, Cass. <laughs> Try harder next time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Kiki, you have just exited the tent behind Anya after patting your back. She is heading towards the night bloom. And yeah, you're still at the tent opening. Okay, I think Kiki follows suit and she's also heading towards the night bloom. I think she has her bow ready to go. I think she like takes a peek at the talking chickens. (laughs) She then takes a peek at like Sister Magnus. And then maybe she even spies like Christian in the distance. Uh Uh-oh. And then I think she wants to launch this bow Nice. At the nightshade. Oh. That is very cool. Your short bow is unequipped right now, so while you're walking towards the night bloom, you can be equipping it, and that will be your movement Wait, and action. Short bow? Oh, sorry, I meant blowgun. Oh, that's also <laughs> unequipped. All right, I, I think I'm equipping the blowgun. All right. Okay, cool. So I imagine as you're walking towards the night bloom, you're like one hand to grab like your blowgun from your backpack, which again is a little dark. <laughs> yeah. Just to remind you again, is a small thing that shoots needles. Oh. Teeny tiny dart. The blowgun is a d- okay. God damn it! I keep I keep imagining like a Joffrey like crossbow. Oh, no, oh. it's like a. Oh my god, these weapons are so tragic. I kind of want to like go back to the guy that sold us this stuff and be like, why did you send me this mediocre basic crap that doesn't do anything? <laughs> Can I speak to a manager? Kiki, you were so adamant that you, you really did. The blowgun we bundle. Were Truly. You were adamant. I want the blowgun bundle. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Can I change my mind? Yes. Yeah. Okay, instead of using this basic bitch of a blowgun, <laughs> I think um, I think Kiki is... Your blowgun's like, excuse me? <laughs> um, I think Kiki is running towards the nightshade and again, she's sort of looking at the talking chickens and then Sister Magnus and then I think she also kind of wants to like, she doesn't understand what the fuss is about and then she, she can't find Bryn and so I think she grabs <laughs> a cat by the tail and I think she wants to throw a cat in there. Okay, same thing. Start with an animal handling check. So glad I put him away. And also the fact that you're referring to these halfling women as talking chickens is like, what's happening? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so I rolled a seven. Mm. And then I think it turns into a five. Again, cats are just really hard to catch. Yeah. And these particular ones are very slippery. And it kind of, it hisses at you as it... I think Kiki's like having a meltdown right now. What color is her mood ring? (laughs) She is just like... She, like, can't catch a break. Yeah, her mood ring is just, like, a dark green, which she hates. Yeah, so she she was walking towards the night bloom. She started to take her blowgun out when she then remembered it wasn't what she thought it was. Got frustrated with that. Tried to grab a cat by the tail. Um, 
missed opportunity as well, probably because she was still thinking about how Crate fucked her over. And then, and in yeah. peripheral, slightly towards the right, you are just able to see Sister Rory attempting to grab Sister Magnus and failing. And then we head over to Dr. Christina. Ugh, these chickens are useless. <laughs> Dr. Christina, as you're heading down those stairs by the tree trunk, roll an investigation check. Uh, There's secrets. This won't count as your action. Okay. 11. Okay, great. You see a slight outline in the tree trunk. Well, I'm investigating the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Like, what, what does it look like? I want to touch it. Okay. Great. I want to reach out and, and touch bark. <laughs> reach out and touch bark. You are successful in doing that, and it springs open to reveal a hollowed out tree trunk and like a bark door. Like a bark door. You know, you that know. commonly known thing that we're all familiar with. <laughs> yeah. We all got one. Uh, Dr. C would like to go into the bark door. Ooh. Fantastic. Let me send you a map. Secret map. Oh, secret map. I'm so jealous right now. I'm going to send it to everybody for fun. Oh, yes. nice. oh not Ooh. secret map. Public map. <laughs> yes. Oh. Ooh. There's a cat down there. <laughs> okay, so Dr. C would like to press on the tree and it opens up according to our DMs, to this door, a barky door, and Dr. C has decided to take her right foot and kick open the door. Yeah. The door is already open. Sorry, it's just like a spring, and it reveals just a hollowed-out thing, and there's the top of a ladder, so you can go down the ladder. Great. Dr. C goes down the ladder, and it's it's probably pretty dark down there, I'm assuming. You see a small dug-out space underneath Brother Zane's tree tent. In the center, there is a large chest, slightly open. It is very dark down there, but you see some glints of light coming from the chest. And you hear a meow in one corner. And following the source of that meow, you also notice a hole dug into the wall of this place, revealing a, a tunnel of sorts. Okay, well, Dr. C definitely is going to open that chest because sparkle, sparkle. Yeah. You know she right. like it. Truly. You are successful. It looks like it's it may have been recently cleaned out, but there are a few more items left, including a jeweled dagger. Ooh. Taking that. And a small collection of rare and expensive gemstones inside a small leather pouch. Although I guess you wouldn't know they're expensive, but they look really clear. Okay. I go like, well, they're not diamonds, but we'll take them. <laughs> and there's also a, a few copper pieces and silver pieces at the very bottom of the chest that you can grab. I mean, they're not gold or platinum, but I'll take them. Excellent. Okay, cool. All in all, all of that stuff you just picked up is worth a total of 200 gold pieces. Hell yeah, it is, bitch. All right. Yeah. What are you, are you going to go back up? Are you going to touch the cat? Are you going to? I would like to use my ring of animal influence. Yes. To speak with kitty cat friend. Mm. And I say, hello, kitty cat. I heard you meowing. Are you okay? Also, what's with this hole in the wall? <laughs> it looks at you and it says, I've been stuck down here for a long time and I just watched Brother Zane crawl into that hole and he's not coming back. What's your name, little kitty cat friend? Myro. Oh my God. That's so cute. Can you spell that for us? No, we can't read. And Dr. C.S. Myra, Myra, thank you so much. Do we like Brother Zane? 
Like, what's the tea on him? <laughs> Sometimes he gives me some scraps of his wedding cake, so I like him all right. Ugh. Wedding cake. I don't like that. Wedding cakes. He's a creep. Like He's a all. dirty dog. Lucy, Mary. Myra, would you like me to help you get out of here? Yes, I would like that very much, actually. Okay. Guys, we're adopting cats. Let's go. Let's go. You can pop up on my shoulder. And he does. You don't even have to roll animal handling because Great. he doesn't even understand why he understands you. And so everything is really working out. Back up to Cass. <laughs> That was magical. That was so magical. <laughs> Congratulations for finding the treasure. You did it. <laughs> Cass has the night bloom on one side of her, has this like halfling wrestling match, naked mud wrestling situation on the other side of her. Very sexy. I think Cass is just, she wants all of this to just stop. This is too much. The attention was fully on her and now it's on this fucking flower. She's had enough. <laughs> so she's going to go over and pick the night bloom. It is it's like a <laughs> like a very large large plant. I mean, how big is it? It's massive. <laughs> is it like a tree? The, the like, flower itself is taller than a, it's taller than 6 feet. The petals are wide and thick to the point where like a human could walk up the petal into the, you know, interior mm. of the night bloom. It is a very like large a tongue. flower. It has been housed in this big tent. Okay, so Cass is going to go over to Sister fucking Magnus yep. and try and grab her. Great. All right. Another grapple? Wait, hold on. What did you say? You said that Sister Magnus was like excited about the night bloom about the prospect of of being put in the night bloom didn't you say that sister magnus is titillated by this entire moment because she has been waiting for this night bloom thing to happen for a long time is she also naked she is also naked Um, and and her her face is streaked (laughs) with dried tears and she is naked but she looks i mean you could talk to her if you want to yeah so a change of plans Cass goes over to sister magnus puts her arm around her shoulder And is going to have a little chat as she kind of slowly walks with Magnus towards the night bloom. Mm. And she would like to charismatically persuade Sister Magnus. Mm. Sister Magnus. Hi, Cassandra Kasternak. Um, (laughs) I don't know if we we obviously haven't had a chance to chat one-on-one quite yet, but I, I did notice you. And I noticed you really stood out from this crowd. You seem to be... One of the more empowered sisters. That bell, girl, ding, ding. (laughs) I just wanted to run something by you. It seems as though Mm. this chosen one business has been a little confusing. People are naked. They're pretty slippery. I don't think the night bloom would be satisfied with just any old halfling. I feel like the night bloom wants you. The night bloom wants your power, Sister Magnus. This could be your legacy if you were to give yourself to this night bloom, don't you think? Before you roll, Sister Magnus is going to look up at you, and her eyes are wide, and she is kind of pale, but also has these two bright spots of color on either cheek. And she says, The night bloom needs a sacrifice, and the larger the sacrifice, the more appreciative and generous the Nightbloom will be. Every year, we vote as a sisterhood on the most beloved sister, because that would be the largest sacrifice for us to lose. And this year, Sister Thea was the most beloved sister. And every year, I hope that perhaps my sisters will show their love to me, but I have never been chosen. I don't know if I could satisfy the Nightbloom. 
And Cass says, you know who loves you, Sister Magnus? I do. <gasps> I love you. And she embraced, she just pulls her into a deep oh, hug. wow. And just goes, I love you so much. Oh my God. Very I have a question. Is this your charm person spell or is this um, an advantage with persuasion or charisma because of your commanding presence of the crown? Oh yeah, good question. I mean, she seems pretty convincible. I feel like I don't necessarily need to charm her. Yeah, your choice, charisma or persuasion based off of what you said to her. And then roll with advantage because of your crown of reverie. Yeah, we're going to go with persuasion. Ooh. Cool. Let's see if it can beat Sister Magnus's self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's a 10. Oh. Allie. With a 10, Sister Magnus desperately wants to believe you. Oh. And there's a voice in her head that tells her that she will never be enough. And it sounds a lot like Brother Zane. <sighs> but a 10 is enough to get her started walking towards the night bloom. Nice. Very, very cool. That is... And Cass is walking with her. Okay. Sure. With her hands on her shoulders. Wise. It's Sister Thea's turn. Is Sister Thea within walking distance of Sister Magnus? Yes. You're all in the same vicinity. You could go to either one of them. Okay. So Sister Thea first turns to Sister Roy. You know, you've really inspired me today and and throughout our whole friendship. And uh, it's time for me to stand up and, and... Prove that I really am the chosen one and do the right thing. <gasps> and then Sister Rory puts her head down and starts walking towards Cass and Sister Magnus where they are. And then she gets to Sister Magnus and starts talking to her and says, I know we haven't always gotten along, Magnus. <laughs> Magnus nods. <laughs> and I know that my being selected as the chosen one is really rubbed you the wrong way and I I can't help your feelings and I can't help that you know everybody loves me but I think (sighs) for the good of the village it's time for the night bloom to get its sacrifice and then sister Thea links her arms with sister Magnus and they start walking up towards the night bloom together (gasps) and then can sister Thea do an action that is a shove action Okay, so I think first you probably have to roll for like I'm guessing deception to make Magnus think that this is like you're you're about to sacrifice yourself. (laughs) What is the DC? Do you think for for Magnus on that, Allison? I mean, for Magnus to to be the chosen one is a great honor. So if Magnus were the chosen one, she would definitely sacrifice herself. So I think that she's like it's believable. If if he is coming around to it, that's believable for her. So I'm rolling a D20. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I got a 16. Can I I plus it with anything, too? Or that's enough? That's That's good. As a base, that's enough. Magnus fully believes that you have seen the light and that you have realized this is the greatest honor that you could ever ask for. And she is very proud to walk with you and a little envious um, to to meet your great fate. (laughs) And Sister Thea says to Magnus, Magnus, thank you for being with me in these final moments. I had to leave that loser Sister Rory behind. But then she looks over at Sister Rory and goes, wink! But Magnus doesn't see it. But Rory sees it and goes, wink back! And then uh, gets very close to the edge of the night bloom and then I'll do an action of a shove. Of shoving Sister Magnus into the night bloom. Yes. And you hear this sound from the night bloom as you're closer. It's like... Then I'm going to ask for Sister Thea or Heather to roll for strength to see just how good this shove is. Okay, I'm rolling a d20. Mm. Oh, hell yes, bitch. 18. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Oh. Whoa. Oh. 
side. Shove your ass right on. Her hands are not slippery. <laughs> wow. I don't. I don't know if it would count as an extra action, but once she gets in it, then Sister Thea just blows a kiss like. Bye. Wow. She's starting to learn some stank from the housewives just being around. She's starting to get an attitude. Behind her, cast goes, yes. <laughs> Terrible influences. And then Thea just puffs her chest up like, I've made mother proud. <laughs> so Thea and Magnus on their walk have kind of walked right up to the Nightbloom's petals, which are spread fully and drooping to the ground. So it's almost creating like a thick, velvety, carpety pathway. And it, the Nightbloom has been like swaying towards them because it's you know it's still looking for food and with an almighty shove Thea pushes Magnus into the heart of the night bloom and the petals immediately curl up behind Magnus and the night bloom closes up tight and you can almost hear as it swallows Oh, it just goes full like deep throat. You can see the outline of Magnus's body being <gasps> squeezed down the stem, kind of like a snake eating its prey. And then with a sudden loud belch, <laughs> the night bloom lets out a burst of that intoxicating scent and a small pile of the parts of Magnus that it doesn't need. Which parts? Do you really want to know? Do you really want to yeah, be yes. graphic about it? I mean, you okay, went there. Great. You gotta, you gotta follow through. <laughs> I don't know. What parts? What parts? <laughs> um, so it it belches out. You see her hands just dismembered. <gasps> you bony. see one of her ears. Ooh. Cartilage. Don't okay. need that. Okay. And you see like a, a hunk of thigh. All right. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah, that's surprising. And <laughs> Sister Pluvius, who has been oh, you know Pluvius staying Rain. out of it this whole time oh. because. There's a lot going on, but Sister Pluvius Rain runs up and gathers up these pieces of Magnus, and as she rushes off of them, you hear her murmur, Wedding cake. Oh, I hate it. I told you Zane was a dirty dog. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. What happens to the Night Bloom next, I wonder? Well... The night bloom has been fed its sacrifice. And it was enough. So the ceremony is now complete. And yes, it was enough. Magnus had no reason to doubt herself. Of course she was enough for the night bloom. This is a lesson. Imposter syndrome is fake. You are enough to be sacrificed to a giant plant. Yeah, you go, Magnus. You live your dreams. If you want to be sacrificed to a giant carnivorous flower, you can do it. Dare to dream. And Cass is going to turn around to the crowd and go, and that's the power of sex power. <laughs> and, and as Cass speaks, the petals of the night bloom unfurl once again, and one of them rolls out and reveals at its tip a small pearlescent seed. It is the size of a walnut. It is smooth and circular and pulsing with an iridescent glow. Myra, what was that noise? Do you know what it was? Sound like the night bloom to me. I don't know. I'm just cat. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Dr. C turns to Myron and was like, true that, yo. Which way should we go? Do we want to go down the hole or do we want to go up the ladder, kitty cat friend? Well, I don't know about you, but I haven't had water in a while, so I'd like to go up the ladder. I understand that hydration mm -hmm. is very key to overall health. Let's go up the ladder and get us a drink. Meanwhile, Cass is in the middle of all the sisters and she takes Sister Thea and can she... <laughs> 
Can she lift Sister Thea up onto her shoulder? Yeah, you can lift her up on her I'm shoulders. I'm so Okay. Yes. So Cass lifts her, Thea up on her shoulders and goes, Sister Thea, everyone, this is what an empowered woman looks like. Wait, wait, it wasn't just me alone, though. That's the magic of a sisterhood. It was you, but also Sister Rory, too. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Aww. That's right. For every empowered woman, there are several other empowered women right beneath her in the triangle. <laughs> and she, she like, brings Sister Rory over and encourages her to hold, like, hold her hand. Hold her hand. Yes, bring her along. But Sister Thea is still the one at the top. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say at this point, the sisters are your followers in this faction, Cassandra, and they will do anything that you say at this point. <laughs> Within reason. Praise. We love you. I feel like while this is happening, <laughs> maybe Anya gets out the, a spliff and is just like, this fucking shit happening again. Does anybody have a light? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to light it with my hair. Fire Very cool. Cass notices the smoke and remembers about Brother Zane in the tent and sees, sees Anya and Kiki have just emerged and says, Anya, Kiki, did you kill the evil one? I mean, pretty close. If not dead, he under couch in there. We did not look. It was bright and messy. Kiki, meanwhile, is like so <laughs> terrified that she just saw a plant eat somebody that she's never seen that before. <laughs> That she's just kind of like sitting frozen in terror. Just like. (laughs) Ani's gonna try and pass Kiki the joint. So he's dead then? Is he dead then? Mmm. Sure. Cass doesn't buy this. She's like, oh, God, you want to do something right? You gotta do it yourself. And she like, like hops Thea back down and just goes, like, give me a second. And goes into the Brother Zane's tent to look for him. Oh, shit. Look under the couch. <laughs> that is where I left his scorched body. You walk in, you see Brother Zane's place, and you walk towards the couch. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Brother Zane, <laughs> could you give me an investigation check, please? 14. Great. You can look under the couch because there's kind of a, a triangle of space on both sides of it and you don't see anybody in there. As you start to stand back up, you see Dr. C's face coming out of the tree trunk. Uh, uh. <laughs> you also notice right away, Cassandra, that she looks like around 27 years old or something like late 20s interesting girl looking so fly um Cass is gonna shut the door on her (laughs) okay strength contest to see if Dr. C can hold it open yeah great that's a six. I'm a 17, baby. <gasps> wow. Hey. Ultra strength. Yeah, your level three energy shoves it right back on there, and you can walk out if you'd like. Great. Dr. C just keeps on walking. Wow, that was a really weak breeze that just must have hit that door, huh? Oh, fancy seeing you here. Cass? Christina? You look hard. Are you okay? (laughs) I feel great. Cass's extensions are falling out. Yes, that's right. One eyelash is off. I guess that's like a new trend I wasn't aware of. Cass can feel the, the familiar rage bubbling up inside her, but she's also still riding the high of gaining all these new followers. Mm -hmm. So she just sort of like shakes it off and readjusts her crown. Yep. (laughs) And says, oh, Christina, you look fantastic. Welcome back. And just turns and walks out of the tent. And Dr. C goes, well, you don't. (laughs) And then goes to look for some water. (laughs) 
<laughs> you see a little wooden bowl on the floor in the corner, and there's a, a wooden pitcher as well up on a counter. You can pour Myro some water. Great. Okay, Myro, let's go. You get some, I get some. <laughs> and also, Cass looked hard, right? <laughs> I know you've been down in that hole for a while, but trust me, look at me and then look at her. Like, who looks better? Definitely you. Thank you. (laughs) So as Cass leaves the tent, she rushes back out to the group of sisters and she's like, sisters, sisters, gather around, gather around. Yes, yes. Come closer. Come closer. Of course, this is a huge celebratory day, especially for Sister Thea, and then by definition, one step below her, Sister Rory. However, I have terrible news. It seems that my unfortunate companions, Anya and Kiki, have let Brother Zane go, and in his place, in the tent behind me, is a witch, an evil witch. Okay. She's come to rob you and take all your belongings. Okay, let's... Be very afraid. Be very let's afraid. Let's not throw the oh, slurs. No. Sorry, what was that, Anya? Don't throw the slurs around. I mean, witches are people, too. You know what I mean? Have you not seen the witch in the tent? <laughs> I have not seen any witch in tent. She's horrifying. Kiki's like, I'm sorry. I heard Cassandra talking about all of her new followers, and I'm just a little confused because I didn't know we were doing social media here. <laughs> I don't have my phone on me. I think what she means by followers, Kiki, is uh, what you refer to as talking chickens, all the small naked women, you know? <laughs> okay, but I'm confused. Like, do they have handles that I don't know about? Like, how is she finding them? What platforms is she using? <laughs> I mean, this is a question you're going to have to ask Cass. I do not know. Where is the pearl seed? It's still on the still edge on the of the flower, petal. Just like, there. waiting. No one gives a shit Gross. about it. Great. Oh, I thought Sister Thea took it. My bad. No. Kiki is repulsed by the pearl seed. <laughs> Truly. We're out of initiative, so literally anything can happen. Oh. Okay, so Dr. C has a drink of water and she comes out. There she is! Dr. C! Oh my god, you are okay. You're looking so good. Where did all the disgusting green poisonous looking veins go? You're looking like so stunning. And Dr. C just stares at Anya and goes, Anya, that's so sweet of you. Yes, it was a... um, Dr. C has no idea what she's talking about um, in terms of the green stuff. She's like, it must have been a microneedling treatment. It looks like I had burns. It could have discoloration. But honestly, the cellular turnover, fantastic. Mm. Wow. Dr. C, I don't mean to call bullshit, but mm. like you had big, thick, disgusting, pulsing veins coming out of your face, your <laughs> neck, your arms. In fact, Cass wanted to leave you for dead. And Dr. C goes, really? <gasps> And then she clocks Kiki. Yes, Kiki's right there with that big black eye. Kiki, <laughs> who gave you that black eye? And Kiki's like, I know, right? <laughs> and then she wants to like run over to that weird seed and just like stomp it. Yep, there's Kiki. There's Kiki for you. Stomp it? Yeah, she wants to just like put it out like a fire. Just like, you know, unarmed strike that shit. <laughs> Can pearls be stomped? Well, she's going to try. Yeah. Maybe a strength check to see if you slip. Okay, look. Okay, so it's a 17. Oh, great. So, yeah, I guess you don't you don't slip on it. You're able to, like, you know, stay upright. But it does kind of slide out from underneath your foot and go rolling across Ooh. the ground. I don't crack it. It can't crack. It's more like a marble. Which way does it go rolling? It's rolling kind of in the area um, in that, like, triangle between the, the table, Brother Zane's tent, and the night bloom itself. It's, like, in that general area. Wonderful. Can I try to catch it? Yeah, you go after it. Yeah. yeah. How did the sisters react to this, too? Did the sisters have any reaction to my announcing about the witch in the tent? Or we've moved past that. I think that they be- they believe you that there's a witch. I don't know how sisters feel about witches.
witches in general. Witches are people, too. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Thea. We, lo- we love a witch, Cassandra. We love a witch. But if you say this is a bad witch, then we are... Yeah, I are did mention s- that she was an evil witch. Oh, we're with you. We need to destroy the bad witch then. But we also really need that. We got to get that pearl. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got to get <laughs> oh, that pearl. Right. Yeah, let's all go get the pearl. Okay. Cool. Let's have a contest for who gets the pearl. Okay. Um, out of every... Whoever wants to make a run for that pearl can. Great. Okay. Anya's going to put Bryn down, too, at this point, just in case he wants to get in on the mix. Bryn, they're going to get the pearl if you want, it seems like. Yeah, of course he does. Let's just do a general dex check for... It's been a while since I've said that for whoever okay, gets the great. pearl. Bryn is going to try, and Sister Pluvius is also going to try to get the pearl. Can nice. Dr. C ask Myro to go get it? Yeah. Myro, can you be a, a sweet baby bear and go get that little shiny pearl thing? He goes, <laughs> I'm in love with this fucking cat. I love the idea that this is a mad scramble, but we're all like taking time to prepare for it. <laughs> I got a two. I've got a 15. I got a 10. I got a 12. Bryn got a nine and Pluvius got a 10. So I guess during the mad scramble, uh, I rolled a 20. Uh, I rolled a 21. What does it look like as you get to that? Cass just confidently strides over, does not run, does not scramble, and picks it up. And she puts it in her bag. I imagine some of the sisters cheer, if not all. We're clapping and cheering. Praise Cass! Praise Cass! Praise our new leader! Praise Sister Cass! And Pluvius walks up to you and tells you that if you plant it, it will grow. And it will grow a fruit, and you will eat the fruit, and the fruit will bestow its gift upon you over time. And it is not always what you want, but it is always what you need. Mm. That's a lot of steps. Um, thank you, Pluvius. Uh. Kiki is like, these chickens are so annoying. <laughs> Kiki's over the plant already. She moves on quickly. I appreciate it. So, uh, Sister Rory is first going to run back over to Sister Thea to... Um, nakedly and damply embrace her because she's... Oh, hello. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I knew you always had it in you. And thank you. good job pushing her in. Yeah. That was a shove. She was asking for it for years. Yes. Yeah, she had it coming. That's Magnus. That's <laughs> Magnus. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Cassandra has the pearl. Yes. Let us go to the tent with the pots and the potting soil and make her up the perfect pot to plant the pearl in. I know just the right pot and I know just the most perfect mulch to put on it. <laughs> I knew you would. And Sister Rory and Sister Thea embrace their damp, tiny little hands <laughs> and skip off towards the tent together, <laughs> feeling freer than they have in years. Wonderful. And then Anya turns to Dr. C and is like, so Dr. C, what the fuck happened to you? You like, you were gone and then like, seriously, like what happened? And Dr. C goes, yeah, I'll tell you about that. Let's put a pin in that because there are a bunch of naked, small women. Just then, all the naked, small women start joining hands except for Sister Rory and Sister Thea and start dancing in a circle, singing around cast. So there's a celebration. <laughs> like Midsommar, yeah. Midsommar style. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys can have a little Very conversation so. if you want. Um, so like Dr. C <laughs> and Kiki, I mean, like, I feel like maybe we need to have like talk. There's weird stuff happening where Cass is like replacing Billy Zane as called leader and um, you know I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Bryn how are you feeling baby? Did you go for the pearl? He nods but he looks sad because he didn't get it. Oh my sweet boy that's okay if you want to adopt a kitty here you pick one you like we take it with us okay? His eyes light up and he scampers off. Okay. But Dr. 
Mr. C, seriously, like, what happened? Like, where are your birds? Like, what is going on? You're looking like so, so young. I am much wondering. Like, well, the last thing I remember was having high tea with this goddess, and then. I don't remember. I fought her very lightly, <laughs> gently almost, <laughs> one might say. So you had tea with someone and then you had a gentle fight. A gentle fight, very this gentle. This sounds like Thursday night for us, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so honestly, I, I thought that was yesterday. I thought, I mean, how long have I been asleep for? Like, we don't know for sure, but... Two, three days, you know, Christian. I think it was Christian because he looks taller than the other vultures been carrying you around. He's so handsome. Yes, I am not <laughs> into birds, but I can see how you could, you know, find him attractive. He squawks behind you guys in the tree um, and does this with his wings. Cause does what with his wings? He flutters them with power. <laughs> a power flutter. Ooh. Yeah, a power flutter. We feel like a little breeze pass <laughs> over my face. Ooh, okay. Wow. <laughs> power flutter. I don't know what to tell you. I just woke up and I looked like this after that micro-needling Morpheus 8. Let's plug that. Let's get them to sponsor us. Mm. And I just looked fantastic with my new best friend, Myro. But really what I want to address is she looks straight at Kiki. Kiki, domestic violence is never okay. Kiki. What happened to your eye? Is that what happened? Did a man put hands on you? Yeah. Is is that what you you think it is? (laughs) Cause like crazy. <laughs> Doctor C, I have to be honest with you. Every time Cass and I have even even maybe Brin has been looking and Kiki and trying to get information from her. All she says is, "I know, right?" And I don't know, right? So I don't know what is going. Yeah, on. it's like crazy. My eye is like, splat. and and also Doctor Christina. You, you did not see Kiki at the Vulture Queen lair right. at all. She was never there. You guys were all flying on the vultures, and then right. she was gone. Yeah, I think only Cass saw her fall, but you could have, right. you know, deductive reason. Doctor C goes, "Okay, that feels very chaotic, like the Kiki we all know and love. Mm, truly, yeah. were you like washing your face with like you had on makeup, and then maybe you had a little too much." drink somewhere and you like slammed your face into a faucet Kiki is like I would actually love to wash my face why don't you ask like your little buddy Christian if he and his friends could come pick us up and take us back out of here cause this chicken and plant city you is have wait did you want to leave Brock behind I mean Brock and Butter and Cordelia are all over there wait, we, we have, have our them. horses yeah not your horse Christian yeah. was keeping them safe oh, oh my god good boo at this realization, Kiki wants to just start running towards Brock. Uh, Cass, okay. hey, just do. like black eye and toe. <laughs> hey, Cass, we're going to pack it up. So if you want to join us, I'm going to grab some more joints and get yep. my special boy and his new kitty. We're going to go. And at this point, Cass, you're holding like a pole. They gave you a pole with all Yay. these ribbons and uh-huh. stuff. And they're I like, they're doing <laughs> the whole thing around you. Yeah. Cass just tunes on you right up. <laughs> Dr. C turns to Myro and says, Myro, is there anything I, I can do to help all you? and your kitty friends before we leave? Meow. <laughs> that was supposed to be a no, but no, he, he looks at you. <laughs> okay, okay. It was a 50-50 for me. He says to you that he's just happy to be back with all the other cats and he'd like to go hang out with them now, if you don't mind. Can Sister Rory and Sister Thea bring their gift to ready. the yes. cats? It's ready. Yes. Okay, yes. so uh, Sister go. Rory and Sister Thea come uh, hand in hand again, skipping back out of the tent in Sister Thea's 
right hand, she is holding a beautiful jewel-encrusted pot, and inside is, it looks kind of like uh, dirt, sand, jewels, all mixed in together, and they skip it right over to Cass, and Sister Roy looks up at Cass and says, you are the chosen one. Mm -hmm. Go forward and spread the message of empowerment and sisterhood everywhere. And reaches up her damp little hand and passes the jeweled pot over to Cass. Can Dr. C ask Christian to swoop in and take the pot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Great. Animal handling check, please. Uh, How are you? How would you communicate this with him? Can we hear what that sounds like? You are very in tune with him being, you know, secretly the queen of vultures. So what? (laughs) Seventeen. Yeah, awesome. He goes and he he does his uh, flutter power. So um, hot when he like kind of like a hummingbird because it's close to the ground, but and he wants his little talon feet to pick up the pot, and he like a claw machine. Yes, and I think he should roll for dexterity actually to see if he's successful. Definitely, I gotta get, get over Christian's to character sheet up and yes. share it with the group. I want to know his stats. He only rolled an eight. He only rolled an eight. Okay. I think because there wasn't like anything he could hook on to with the potted plant. Mm-hmm. And um, he he like doesn't want to crash. So he flutters back up. Yeah. And he actually <laughs> goes over to where the other horses are and where Anya and Kiki are packing up. Mm-hmm. I've grabbed a handful of spliffs. Nice. On, on the way. I don't know from where, but I've done took yes. them. You keep Great. saying it. Just. All you heard, Cass, was Dr. Christina squawking. <laughs> And Christian squawking in return and then just power fluttering over to you, attempting to grab the thing and couldn't and so kept going. So yeah, Cass is going to, as she sees Christian try to scramble for it and then kind of fail, she's going to put up her hand as if she has warded him off. Nice. (laughs) And say, back, witch, back. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, I think that that works for the entire uh, Maypole circle. Good save. (laughs) Sister Roy looks up at Cass and says... We knew you could do it. So brave, so mighty. Yes, thank you. So strong. Thank you so much for this gift. You deserve it. You deserve it. Take it and keep it safe and spread the word of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants. And we'll keep Sax Power of Sisterhood of the Traveling Plants going strong right here. Yes. But, but when you next time you come back, there's going to be 12 more branches of s- Sex Power in, in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> all around the woods. We'll travel. Once you leave, we'll kind of be the top of the the triangle you were describing. We'll make sure that that the everyone feels like it's kind of more of like a table, like where we all have space. But we'll send some out, and we'll spread the word of sex power, and we'll make sure to collect gold because I know we have to pay the initiation fee that you discussed with us previously. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> thank you for remembering the initiation fee. I I really appreciate that. It's very important. Um, Certainly. I will accept this. Be- jeweled pot as a down payment Please. on your initiation fee. <laughs> Thank you. And all I would ask is that in in the meantime, if you were to bring anyone else into Sax Paura, just remember to collect their initiation fees so that when I come back, I can collect those <laughs> okay. from you. We'll find a place to hide it. So, Sister Thea, you're standing in front of Cass. She just accepted that plant. Uh, the maypole is still going on all around you. 
What are your thoughts and feelings? Uh, Sister Thea and Sister Rory have got their hands clasped. We're looking up at our our beautiful inspiration. We have already, uh, Sister Thea has already started mentally preparing the mural that she's going to probably paint across some trees <laughs> uh, just so that everyone can know the story of how this new sisterhood came about. This is their new origin story. So she's just planning how everything's going to be better and happier now that all the sisters are in charge and she sees that we can all be empowered women just like Cass. So she's just looking up at Cass and she's going to salute her and give her a little wave as she walks off and she knows that the little pearl will be safe in that pot that she gave Cass. Beautiful. Sister Rory, you're standing next to Sister Thea and also gazing up at Cassandra. What are your thoughts and feelings? Sister Rory is gazing up and and echoes Sister Thea's sentiments. Thank you so much, Cassandra, for all you've done for us. You've shown us what it truly means to be free and empowered. And... I would like to propose that instead of sax power, we call it cast power. <gasps> Let me think about it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay, whatever you think, because you are the chosen one, and you you were here for a reason, and keep that pearl safe. Mm. Anya, you're packing up the horses. There's no cart, right? Just the horses. There's no cart. It did go down the river. <laughs> But as Anya uh, is packing up the card, she's taken some rations, you know, she's grabbed some vegetables that we've been sorely lacking for the past week, perhaps yeah, from yeah. this formerly vegetarian utopia, question yes, mark? Yes, it's all, that is there. And yes. she looks around for Bryn, and he has a kitty. I wonder what color it is. She wonders, she wonders what he's going to name it, <laughs> wonders how he's going to keep growing in this world. And then she thinks of her daughter back potentially on earth question mark like what's going on with ama where is egg is ama taking care of egg is she she's strong but is she strong enough oh wow kiki standing next to anya uh pretending to help with packing up (laughs) what are you thinking and feeling i think kiki is feeling residual terror from eating a large plant or from seeing a large plant eating a chicken A talking chicken. I think she's starting to feel a little throbbing in her right eye. Mm. And I'm not sure if she's crying or it's pus. But um, she feels so vulnerable that for the first time, I think she's like so, so homesick. That Mm. all she can muster up the courage to do is just be like, ring, ring, Wilton. Oh. Out of range. Ugh, no service. Dr. Christina, what are you thinking and feeling? As Dr. Christina looks at Cass in the middle of all these naked, smaller people dancing around with their plasticky, sweaty bodies, (laughs) holding ribbons (laughs) while Cass holds a pole, looking at Cass's busted face and hair extensions, Dr. C feels... And crown. And crown with that bejeweled fucking pot. She finally feels at peace. She's back and she feels more powerful than ever. Mm. Yeah. Cassandra, you're in the middle of it all. Oh, yeah. It's all about you. Yes. What are you thinking and feeling? So Cass has had a another big day. I guess this has just been a continuation of an ongoing 
big day. Yep. Uh, Cass is feeling great. <laughs> she's this. She's not super into this little like bejeweled pot of dirt that was handed to her, but she's like <laughs> trying to be polite about it. Um, she is very dismayed about Dr. Christina's reappearance, and she's putting the pieces together, and she's pretty sure that Billy Zane was just Dr. Christina the whole time because he went in there and <laughs> she came out of there. So, like, obviously, it was just Dr. Christina in disguise oppressing these women. So not only has she renounced women pow, she's gone complete opposite and has been enslaving these poor women and feeding them to a plant. Um, so she is just disgusted. And she watches the women pack up the cart and the horses but she doesn't want to go with them. <gasps> ah, excellent, excellent. <laughs> thank you, Christy and Heather from Sinisterhood. Oh, thank Yay! you so much. Christy and Heather! And if you loved Christy and Heather in this, which we are sure you did, be sure to also check out Sinisterhood, available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D, where you'll find detailed notes and video confessionals from our DMs, player character sheets, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, live events, the chance to name an NPC and get a shout-out on the show, all of our upcoming mini-campaigns, bonus content, and more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Weiland, with special guest stars Christy Wallace and Heather McKinney from Sinisterhood. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. Real Housewives of Dungeons & Dragons is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.